You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levine. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome back to the Gospel Underground. I am your host, Janice Levant, and as always, I'm so grateful and honored for the opportunity to share with you all and to pour into your music ministry. So this is episode four, and this week, I really want to talk about focusing on building a community rather than a fan base. So um, in the relaunch of this podcast, the Lord really laid it on me to really focus on the fundamentals, right? So I understand that my audience is primarily aspiring and or new gospel artists. And the Lord has really been dealing with me a lot about the fundamentals of what it means to be a gospel music minister and how to properly operate in your music ministry and reach those souls that God has called you to reach. And something that he spoke to me about recently was focusing on building a community rather than building a fan base. So as we know, you know, without people listening to the music, right, then the music ministry would be nothing. It would just be you putting out music. But we all have, we all share the common goal of wanting to pour into someone else. That is the whole purpose of having a gospel music ministry, right? So in today's episode, I really want to talk about why it is important that we as gospel music ministers focus more on building a community rather than cultivating a whole bunch of fans. And I really think that this episode is going to be beneficial and a blessing to you. So I pray um, that you just soak it in, take down some notes if you feel necessary. But definitely um, just come with an open heart and an open mind and understand that the Lord wants you to be blessed. He wants what he has called you to do to be blessed and to be prosperous and to be impactful. So um, the things that I'm going to share with you today, I, I, I am just sure that they are going to be a blessing to you uh, just to give you a, a different perspective on what it means to have followers, right? We live in an age where followers and likes and all those different things matter so much. We esteem them so highly. But as gospel music ministers, we want to do God's business well. We want to do it with excellence and we want to do it strategically and intentionally. And I believe that this topic today is one that the Lord gave me that is extremely strategic and intentional. So I'm really, really, really excited to get into it. But before I do that, you all know that I have to share with you all the Indie Artist of the Week. And I'm so excited because this week's Indie Artist is a friend of mine. I met her online, okay? <laughs> My friend and sis, Alicia Moore. Yes, she is an independent gospel artist, singer, songwriter, and she is just so kind. She has such a pure heart. And her latest single entitled Striving has been a personal blessing to me, okay? So shout out to you, sis. We love you. We see you. We praise God for your music ministry uh, coming into this world and just making a major impact. So I just 
encourage you all to reach out to her to check out her music. You can listen to it on the Gospel Underground playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify, and you can purchase on all digital music outlets. So make sure you guys check out Alicia Moore. All of her information will be in the show notes as well as on our newsletter and on our social media pages. So shout out to you, sis. May God continue to bless you. Multiple, multiple, multiple blessings on your music ministry. And I just pray that the Lord will continue to just keep you and bless you as you strive, pun intended, okay? (laughs) As you strive to spread the good news through music. So shout out to you, sis. Let's get right into this episode. So we serve the most high, true and living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one of the things that I think that a lot of people kind of like overlook when it comes to God is how intentional and how strategic he is, right? God is intentional. He is strategic. He is all-knowing, all-powerful. And when he calls us to be a part of his kingdom, when he gives a, or or he lays a call on us to work in his kingdom, he is also strategic and intentional with that as well. And I think sometimes when we get the call to sing or you get the call to preach or you get the call to teach or whatever it is that the Lord has called you to do. Um, I think sometimes we think that that's it. It's just the call. And then now, now we can grab on to whatever it is that he said, and we just run off into the distance and just do it. But Certainly, if God has called you to do something, he wants to be all in the details as well. And so as the Lord was dealing with me in in, in this regard of focusing on building a community rather than a fan base, it just really opened my eyes and illuminated to me the importance of building a community rather than a fan base. It showed me how strategic and intentional our God truly is. So I have a couple of points. I have three points, as a matter of fact, um, on why it is so important to focus on building a community rather than a fan base. So just so we are clear, I wanted to share with you all that a fan base is a type of community, but just to be clear on how and why we are differentiating the two in this circumstance, I just wanted to share with you all just a little bit of details on that. So a fan base, um, in the sense of you being an artist and you having a fan base, a fan base usually consists of a group of people that rally around a person or another group of people versus a community, which is a group of people that rally around a cause, belief, interest, or a goal. So to my first point, God wants us to be intentional and strategic in building a community around our music ministry rather than a fan base, because first and foremost, gospel music is more than just another genre of music. Okay. You know, I look and see different things online all the time. And I see so many comments where people, you know, are are speaking about gospel music. And I can just tell that in the minds of so many people, they don't understand that gospel music is so much more than just another genre of music. Gospel music is another means of ministering to or serving God's people through the medium of music. Okay. So, 
you know, I'm not sure if you are aware, but gospel music began in scripture. It began in the children of Israel, in the word of God. A lot of times we think about, you know, where gospel music came from. It came, you know, started with Thomas Dorsey and James Cleave, all these different, you know, um, you know, legends, legendary people in gospel music. But the truth of the matter is gospel music began in scripture. It began with the nation of Israel, God's people who would sing to their God. And all throughout scripture, we see where God is, is commanding, sing a new song, sing praises, sing hymns and spiritual songs in your heart. As a people of God, we were called to use the tool of music to serve God, to worship God. It was supposed to be a part of our relationship with God. And so certainly gospel music while um, it has been incorporated into the music industry, it is still not just another genre, but rather a tool to serve God's people. And because it is not just another genre of music, but rather a ministering tool, there is a, 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 a sense of responsibility that gospel music ministers, the holders, the keepers of the music, okay? <laughs> There is a sense of responsibility and a level of authority that you should be walking in. So you want to be intentional and strategic about building a community around your music rather than just a fan base. Why? Because you don't want them, and I'm leading into my second point here, because you don't want them to just take for granted, like, oh, this is just another music, this is just another genre of music. Oh, this is just another song I'm just gonna drop on my on my playlist. But no, when people listen to gospel music, they are being taken into um having an experience with God. And you are the facilitator as the minister, as the person that wrote the song, as the person that's singing the song, as the person that's sharing the music, you are the facilitator of an experience that people are going to have with God through the music. So you want to be strategic about creating a, a community because you have the understanding. And if you didn't before, now you do because you're listening to this episode. Come on, somebody. So you want to be strategic about creating a community and not just a fan base around your music because you are responsible to serve them as a leader. You are responsible to facilitate an experience with God through your music. Okay. So I want you guys to walk into that authority. I want you to understand that you're not just another person with talent. Okay. You're not just another person that can hold a note or write a song or play a tune. No, God has called you into gospel music ministry because he wants you to minister. Come on, somebody. He called you into gospel music ministry because he wants you to serve his people through the medium of music. So step up, shake off the nerves, you know, you know, whatever feelings of inadequacy or feelings of whatever it was that the enemy that lied and said to you about your music ministry just being, oh, it's just this little thing that I do. No, it's not. You've been called to lead. You've been called to have authority in this area. So it is your responsibility to serve God's people through the medium of music. On to my second point. You want to be strategic about creating a community around your music rather than a fan base. Because as I said earlier, fan bases rally around people or a group of people. And fandom puts the focus on you rather than on God. That's my second point. Fandom puts the focus on you 
rather than on God. And you cannot, how do I want to say this? Do not run the risk of creating fans that will in turn look to you and worship you, okay? And praise you and 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 make it all about you when you know. And if you didn't know, like I said before, if you didn't know before, you know now, when you know that you have the responsibility of serving God's people through this music. Now, let's be clear. Being a gospel music minister is a very unusual call. Why do I say that? Because People don't see God. They can't see God. Nobody that's living in our lifetime has seen God. They cannot see them with their two eyes. So when they hear the song, you know, or they look at the the album cover, whatever, online now, because don't nobody sell physical CDs anymore, but whatever, when they experience the music, the person, the one that they see is you. So a natural human reaction is sometimes there are going to be people who are fans, okay? They are going to have fan-like reactions because they can see you. They see you singing the song. They see you performing the song. They see you on the stage. But being a gospel music minister is such an unusual call because while some people may have that knee-jerk reaction of praising you because they can see you, you still hold the responsibility of giving the glory and sending the glory back to God. Like I said in the first point, you are the facilitator of an experience between God and his people through your music. So even if someone is showing signs of, oh my gosh, I'm fanning out. Even if people do have that type of reaction to you, it is still your responsibility to have enough uh, personal awareness to then point the glory back to God. So, so, so it is so crucial and it is so, oh, just so important to understand your position as a gospel music minister because you do not want to have the focus solely on you. Yes, they may see you. In the beginning, they may praise you. and Oh my goodness, you sang so good. You you did all these runs and vocal, vocal gymnastics and blah, 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 blah. You hit this note. Okay, that's cute. That's fine. Thank you. But to God be all the glory. And it's not just in that phrase too. Let me just... Okay, let me be clear because we can, you know, we can all have a sense of false humility. Oh, thank you to God be the glory. No, you render the glory back to God in your life and how you live and and, in the integrity that you carry uh, on your everyday life with how your life aligns with God. And on top of that, you saying to God, be the glory, remind them that it's not just you. It's not you that gave yourself the ability, but it is the most high God. Okay. So point number two is fandom puts the focus on you, but you have to be intentional about giving the glory back to God. This episode of the gospel underground is brought to you by the passport an exclusive online community for independent gospel artists looking to build and grow their music ministries from major impact. Members of the Passport receive access to live sessions with industry professionals, networking opportunities with other gospel artists, classes, resources, and so much more. If you are ready to grow your music ministry and connect with like minds in community, then the Passport is your ticket to taking your music ministry to the world. 
visit www.thegospelunderground.co forward slash community to begin your free two week trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Number three on why it is so important to be strategic and intentional about building a community around your music rather than a fan base is community creates connection. Let me say that again. It's important to create a community around your music rather than a fan base because community creates connection. What does that mean? A community is a multi-laned road, right? It's a multi-laned road that allows for touch points from you to your consumer, so whoever it is that's listening to your music, from your consumer back to you so you can uh, have conversation and dialogue with them and you can ask them questions, they can give you suggestions and all that. And then also from consumer to consumer. So the person that listens to your music can then share that with someone else. And so let me be clear about exactly what it is that I'm saying, uh, uh, you know, the touch points that I'm referring to. As a gospel music minister, we are all given an assignment for being in gospel music ministry. And I'm going to teach on this um, very soon, probably in the last episode of this season, but I'm going to teach on this. I did a masterclass a while back called Assigned to Win, and I'm going to teach this again here on the podcast because there are so many gospel artists that have no clue why they are in gospel music. And I am a Obviously, I am a gospel artist myself. I am a lover of gospel music. And a long time ago, the Lord revealed this to me about how he wants us to be more strategic, how he wants us to be more intentional. And in order to do that, you have to know what your assignment is. I said this, I think last episode or maybe the one before that, either way, you're going to continue to hear me say this because this, if you don't learn nothing from me, if you don't gather anything else from me um, about being gospel artists and developing all that stuff, this is the one thing that I want you to get down in your soul and in your DNA. Okay. I want it to be that deep. <laughs> if you learn nothing else from me, I want you to know that it is imperative that you learn why God called you into gospel music. It is imperative that you learn what your unique assignment is. Why? Because we serve the most high God. He is intentional and he is strategic. And he has not just called you into gospel music for you to be cute and to go to the cellars. Come on. He called you into gospel music because he wants you to do something specific. He wants you to serve his people in a specific way. And your uh, personality, your unique experiences all qualify you to serve a certain group of people. My assignment, and like I said, I've said this a hundred times, and I'm going to keep saying it because Y'all need to know this, okay? As a gospel artist, you need to be strategic and intentional. So I'm going to continue to share with y'all. I, I got my assignment down. It's in my DNA. I can't help but talk about it, think about it, ask God, what do I do? Like I'm always on, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. I'm always on because I am aware of what God called me to do. And I want to do it. I want to leave this earth empty. Okay. I, I will be devastated if I, I saw the Lord in glory. He said, 
I, I assigned you to do this and you didn't. I will be hurt my soul. Okay. Like I will be so devastated. So anyway, I said all that to say my assignment is to keep the church in remembrance of God's standard for holiness, righteousness, and sanctification. That is what I do. That is what I am called to do. And I do that through my music. So if you've ever listened to any of my music, my music always has those themes in it. Always, 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 always. And that's not all by chance. It is intentional. <laughs> okay. I'm clear on who I'm serving and I'm clear on what I am serving them. And you need to be that clear as well. You need to be so clear that you can be watching TV and something will come to your mind as it relates to your assignment and you'll strike up a conversation with your husband or your wife or your brother or your sister, whoever you need to understand and know your assignment. Why? Because the enemy is on assignment. God didn't just call you to be a gospel music minister just because, oh, he just felt like, oh, you got a nice voice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop you some good little notes in there and let you sing and let you go. No, no. God called you to be a gospel music minister because he wants you to be a blessing in his kingdom. He wants you to serve his people. He wants somebody to hear your song and say, what must I do to be saved? Okay. God is intentional. And you need to get in alignment with him and be intentional as well. So in this third point where I said community creates connection, and I shared with you that uh, the, the touch points are from you to your consumer, from your consumer to you, and then from consumer to consumer. What is that? What is that? What is that transfer that's going on? It's your assignment. So case in point. My assignment, like I said, is to keep the church in remembrance of God's standard for holiness, righteousness, and sanctification, right? Boom. So I know that my target audience is the church, the body of believers. And when I share music, when I share songs, it should be to empower them and remind them of God's standard of holiness. Then, and, and this has happened on so many occasions, people listen to my music and they'll DM me and ask me a question pertaining to holiness and pertaining to how to live this life and pertaining to how to keep the faith. So the first touch point was from my music to their ears. Then the next point was from them listening to my music and then to reaching out to me, asking me a question about how to live this life of holiness. And then the next thing is once they are strong in the faith, they can then share that same message with someone next to them, with a neighbor, with their friend, with their family. And that is what God wants. He wants to use you to share his gospel through music. He wants to use you to do that. And if you create a community rather than a fan base, you can then better assess if you are actually executing your assignment. Look at that. You know, when you have fans, there is this sense of um, like untouchability. I don't even know if that's a word, but there's a sense that I can only admire you from afar. But God doesn't want his people to be like that. He wants us to be in family, in community. And if you need to reach out with obviously the respected, you know, parameters and boundaries, um, but if you need to reach out to ask me a question about, you know, how can I, how do, how do I strive for holiness? How do I do whatever? You can do that. God doesn't want it where you're way up here on the mountaintop 
high and your your fans are just the lowly peasants down. No, not at all. He wants you to be in community so that we can share with one another. So I pray that this episode blessed you. I pray that you took something away from it. Um, and I pray that you really pray on it. Pray on the things that I've said and ask God, Lord, how do I do this? Lord, uh, change my perspective on what it means to be a gospel music minister. Help me to figure out how to cultivate a community rather than building a fan base. Lord, show me your ways and help me to walk therein. So before I let you guys go, definitely want to recap um, on the three different points on why it's so important for us to be strategic and building a community and not a fan base. So point number one is because gospel music is more than just another genre. And it's time for you to take up the responsibility and the authority as a leader in this space, because you cultivate an experience between the listener and God through your music. Point number two Fandom puts the focus on you rather than on God. And you want to keep into perspective what all of this is truly about. And it's God, not you, but God. And final one, point number three is that community creates connection. And you want connection because you want to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ from hand to hand, not from off the top of the mountain and you throwing bread down to the, to the lowly, but you want to share the gospel from hand to hand. So I pray that this blessed you all. I think I'm definitely going to do um, a more extensive teaching on how to practically do this inside of our exclusive membership, which you all heard um, in the ad a little bit earlier. So um, the community is open. It'll be open for a free two week trial for only two weeks. After that, that trial is going to go away. So if you want to jump in and see what it's all about for free for two weeks, you can do that. Um, and I'm just looking forward to serving you all and sharing with you all on a deeper level in the community. So if you're looking for a community of like-minded gospel music ministers who are working to grow and build their music ministry, I invite you to The Passport, which is an exclusive community for independent gospel artists. We'll be more than happy to have you. Again, I pray that you were blessed by this episode, that you enjoyed it, and that you took something away from it. Um, really quickly before we go, I definitely want to remind you guys to follow me on social media at the underscore gospel underground. You can also follow my personal page if you want to as well. It's at Jenny Levine. Um, also, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely screenshot it. Okay. Screenshot the episode and tag us on Instagram just to let somebody else know that artist development is being taught out here in these podcasting streets. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to do me a favor. Give us a five-star rating and review. Um, that really helps us along the charts and on the rankings so that more people can learn about the gospel underground. All right. So thank you guys, as always, so much for listening. I love you guys so much. Stay focused on Jesus and keep one another in prayer. And I will speak to you soon.